despite a loss to Takayasu in day 14, the Basho still crashed against the shores of Takakesho. Join us as we give our opinions on the November Basho. This is Basho Antel, and I am your host, Frankie, and with me is, as always, my co-host, my sumo-senpai, Eric. How are you doing today, Eric? I am doing very well. I'm still coming down from the high of having a new winner. Yes, that's always very nice. And in dramatic fashion as well, which is always nice as a fan. Yeah, it was one of those, like... Like I said in the intro, Takakesho loses on day 14 to Takayasu, then wins on day 15, and Takayasu loses to Mitakeyumi, right? Yes. Mitakeyumi being the only other lo- loss Takakesho has. So, yeah, that, Mi- Mitakeyumi is very important in this tournament, despite not winning. How, how does he finish? Uh, Mitakeyumi's final record was 7-8. and eight. So he has a losing record. Yep, but a has Makikoshi. A victory. Yeah, he has a victory over the champion and the runner-up. Yeah, his uh, performance this Basho was kind of all over the place. He was losing to yeah. Maigashira ranked below him, but then he won against... Uh, like you said, the winner and the runner-up. Metakeyumi's so inconsistent. I don't even know if there's a... Like, why? I um, No idea. It made... the sure made the Basho super interesting to watch, but... Yeah, it feels like yeah. he has the ability. I think he is still mm-hmm. just dealing with the nerves and pressure of an Ozaki run. Yeah, hopefully now that that Oseki run is basically done uh, and failed, hopefully next Basho we can get back to regular Mitakeyumi and maybe we'll get another win. But who knows? I honestly, I have no idea what Mitakeyumi could be like next tournament. He could win undefeated or almost undefeated, or he could end up horribly losing because... He can do either. I think personally that now that the mm-hmm. pressure of the Ozeki run is off him, I would not be surprised if he posted an 11 or 12 win tournament. That would be good for him. And so like we said, he had a Make Koshi, which is a losing record. Mm-hmm. And he's actually kind of fortunate. It was only a 7 and 8, so it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And Ichinojo and Kaisei are both going to get demoted. So the people who are putting out their predictions for the next Banzuke have Mitakeumi only sliding down into the mm-hmm. West Sekiwake position as opposed to mm-hmm. getting demoted a full rank. Kaise had that injury that made him lose a couple of, uh, like, miss a couple of matches. And when he came back, he was hot and cold and then just cold. Uh, and he ended up calling it, he ended up recusing himself again, right? Yes, it looked like on day 14, 
Uh, mm-hmm. It looked like he reaggravated the injury at the end of the match, and so he withdrew, and he ended up with a three nine and three record, mm. with Hopefully one of those he wins can... being against Mitakeyumi. Yeah, they, again, like what? I don't even know what's going on here, but hopefully he can get he can get uh, um, hopefully he can get better and come back. Maybe not next basho, but come back soon once he's healthier. Uh, yeah, Mitake, I was just thinking about Mitakeyumi again, and he's kind of like like a uh, not a dice, but like a coin. I feel like whether he's going to win or lose is just a flip of a coin. It doesn't matter who he's fighting. He could be fighting someone doing horribly or someone that's ranked like at the lowest and he might still lose and he could be fighting a Yokozuna or someone ranked higher above him or someone undefeated and he could win. And maybe that's why he's so interesting to watch because you have no idea what he can bring. Uh, someone else who I I think you never know who you're gonna see, which uh, Ichinoyo you're gonna see is uh, the kaiju Ichinoyo, the biggest uh, competitor in the in the basho. We we saw a losing record Ichinoyo, but only a seven and eight. Uh, yeah, I think Ichinoyo ended up with a six and nine. I might be wrong. You might be correct. I know it was close. Yeah, he... He, again, he had days where he looked great. and mm. But then he had more days where he looked like his sumo was entirely defensive. It looked like he was just trying to wear the other guy out and wait for his opportunity. Time and time again, we've seen Ichinoyo, like, uh, whenever he ends up doing defensive sumo is when when he loses, when he gives up or doesn't push as hard. Because when he goes strong and in the offensive, he ends up overwhelming and overpowering his opponent. So whenever you see that defensive kaiju style of his... Like, that defensive mountain trying not to get moved, he ends up losing. Yeah, and it seemed like he was giving it a little more spirit when he was pushed back to the Tawara, which were the uh, edges of the dohyo, the rice straw (laughs) bales. So that was good to see, but again, uh, you know, sometimes... Not enough. Yeah. He didn't completely give up, so that's heartening to see at no. least. And so he, uh, he's probably mm-hmm. done at Sekiwake for now. Uh, I'm not sure if he will end up as a Komosubi or get pushed all the way down to Upper Maegashira. Mm-hmm. I feel that last time we talked, we were talking about how this could be anyone's tournament and how... Maybe any of our favorites had a shot. And now that we're back, I feel like our favorites kind of did bad this tournament. Uh, Avi, what did he end up? Seven and eight? Avi ended up at six and nine. And it is six his and nine fourth Makekoshi in a row. Yeah, and he... 
I feel like yeah, this is a this is a repeat thing where it could very easily have ended up the other way, and he just had those those couple of losses where you knew he shouldn't have lost, where he didn't do footwork, where he let himself be uh, like outwitted and pushed around, and it was it was a pain. Yeah, there were several matches where. You could tell the other Rikishi had just figured out his style, and mm-hmm. he would go in for a slapping attack, and they would just hit his elbow upwards, and because he didn't connect with anything, Abi would fall into his opponent, and then the opponent would be able to just grab a hold of his belt and push him out. Yeah. So, we'll see in the upcoming Jungyo, we'll see if Abi goes back to training and uh, working on his Mawashi technique. I mean, they said he was... Yeah, there was a couple of matches where... Yeah? I was going to say, they said he worked on his Mawashi technique in October, but you couldn't Mm. really tell at all. There were, like, two matches where I saw him, like, hold the Mawashi... I think I remember him grabbing it, and I think you and I and Chad got excited, like, "Ah, oh, he grabbed the mawashi," but like that was just it. And a couple where he moved around, and I was like, "Yeah, footwork," but all in all, it feels like the same Abby, and not even the Abby that I fell in love with. But maybe yes, because even then, the Abby also lost. He has a good match here and there, but he's not consistent. Yeah. It he's he is fun to cheer for, but mm-hmm. right now he's not fun to watch. I almost want to say, yeah, it yes, because you want him to do good, but whether you're just gonna see him get destroyed or not is it's like Mitakayume, but even less Mitakayume said it was flipping a coin. For Abby, it feels like you're flipping three coins, and you need all of them to land on the on heads for him to win. Like it can still happen, but it's way harder. Yeah. Well, I think he'll probably like we've said the last few times. Mm-hmm. Abby had a losing record, and it seemed like he didn't fall down very far. Yeah, uh, he kept holding on. You know, I think at this point, they'll probably put him down around Maegashira 10 or so. Uh, I'd have to check the records of mm-hmm. the other wrestlers, but... Uh, Maybe that's what he needs, though. Yeah, I mean... Maybe he needs, like, to be pushed down so that he can get back up again. You know, like that famous saying, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Well, he... Better get back up again, or I'm going to need a whiskey drink. I need a vodka drink. <laughs> I, I don't remember the rest. And the songs I remember of the good times. Using the songs when? I remember of the bad times. Oh, Abby boy, boy, Abby boy. Hey, welcome to Let's Steal a Podcast, where I sing. <laughs> uh, I mean, sumo wrestlers to have my a very. Podcast, I do that a lot. Sumo wrestlers have a very good tradition of singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And I'm, I'm sure they all sing Chumba Wumba. 
I so desperately wish that was true. Listen, you don't know. So, uh, talking about things that you do know, though, how did your boy, how did Tochinochin did this tournament? You know, Tochinochin, he ended up with a Kachikoshi, which is a winning record. But at least someone did. Just barely, though, at eight and seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was basically the the lowest he could get and still get a Kachikoshi. Right. Yeah. Um. So if because he's an Ozeki, if he had a losing record, he would be Kadoban, which means mm-hmm. the next tournament, if he does not post a winning record, he would get demoted to Sekiwake. Mm-hmm. Uh, he secured the Kachikoshi on day 14, but day 15, he had a match against Shohozan, and that's one of the weirder matches I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started off where they had their Tachi I like normal, but one of the ringside referees, the Shimpan, uh, didn't like the Tachi Eye, it did to me, did look to me like Tochinoshin did not put one of his knuckles all the way down to the ground. Do they change, do they change the referees per, per match or is it the same one, the, the uh, whole It's 15? per match, usually. Okay. Uh, it's also kind of rank based where mm-hmm. the more senior referees will decide the matches as they get higher in rank. I wonder if we're going to have to start memorizing the name of the referees because I feel I feel some referees definitely are more lenient when it comes to to the initial like fist down. Some referees are like as long as they're like near the bottom and they both go, they let the match go. Yeah. But this one in particular, which I'm okay with, if both of them are going, then let the match go. If only one of them is going, that's fine. And that was kind of what happened in the first one, in the first, uh, in the first, uh, uh, confrontation of this match. But in the following ones, it felt that this referee wanted to make sure, like, no, this has to be to the letter, like, perfect. And I, that, that was weird. Yeah. So after the first one, the Shimpan sitting ringside had raised his arm. To signal to the Gyoji in the ring that mm-hmm. he wanted it to be redone, that it should be a Mata. But the Gyoji was so preoccupied watching the match, the match. that he yeah. didn't see the Shimpan. So they basically wrestled an entire match, which Tochinoshin would have won. Yeah. But then they pointed out that, hey, that was a Mata. They need to do it again. And I think at that point, the Gyoji may have been a bit embarrassed. And so he was yeah. trying to prove just how close he was paying attention. Because mm-hmm. the second one, to me, looked pretty close. We've seen ones that looked worse get past. Right. And yeah. so then on the final one, uh, it was mm-hmm. a good match. Uh, there was a point, though, where uh, Shohozan had kind of swung Toshinoshin outside of the ring, but Toshinoshin regained his footing, 
and then forced Shohozan out. But then they called a Mono-E, and when they looked back at it, his, I believe, right foot, Tochi Notion's right foot, had touched the ground outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would have been so annoyed if that was the match. If that was the match that decided whether or not Toshi Notion went Kataban. Yeah, at least he had already gotten his winning record. Did any of the Oseki go Kataban this tournament? Uh, no. The results were that Takiyasu, he was the runner-up for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Toshi Notion. Shoulders? Yes. Hairy shoulders. Yeah, he he has that really good shoulder taunt I like. Uh, Tochi Notion, he went eight and seven, and then Goedo mm-hmm. went eight and four, but then he withdrew to due to injury. Honestly, that's a good call. If you already have your eight and you're hurt, why why are you gonna make it worse? Right. If you're not winning the tournament, why are you gonna make it worse? Yes, I think it is a smart a career smart move. Decision. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, him pulling out due to injury, some people were thinking, well, maybe that's why he went with uh, two Hankas in a row. But mm-hmm. still, I don't like to see that from a Nozaki. That's fair. Um, anything else you want to say about the Osekis or Tochinoshin? You, you know, Tochinoshin, he, it was kind of like Abi where it was frustrating, but with him, it was more like having a hard time telling if he was being figured out by his opponents mm-hmm. or if he was still getting his you know, still finding his brand of sumo after coming back from injury. There was only a couple, maybe two or three matches where he got his preferred grip on the Mawashi. And as soon as he got his preferred grip, you know, he won in a couple of seconds. But it was those matches where he couldn't get that grip on the belt where he struggled. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there are two more Rukishi I want to talk about. One, another one is uh, another one that you and I have liked that kind of let us down this tournament. And I don't mean like let us down because they don't know anything to me. Like, I don't know, who am I? But like, we, I believe we expected, or at least I personally expected more from Yoshikase, who ended up with a losing tournament, uh, losing record, correct? Yes, he went. Uh, seven and eight. So close, yet not good enough. Yeah, uh, he's. It kind of felt like he was. The pendulum was swinging back. You know, he had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? A uh, three and twelve, or two and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Then followed it A up. Really with, horrible tournament yeah. two bashes ago. And then he followed it up with double digit wins in September. Mm-hmm. And now he's back right around the middle. So maybe... So that means that either next Basho he's going to do horrible or he's going to do great. Here's hoping for great. 
Yeah. Uh, talking about grade, the I think this tournament ended up with me having two new favorites. One is the winner, uh, Takakesho. His uh, we've talked about before. His sumo style was amazing. Just an incredible technique of getting your opponent into a rhythm with hits, and then breaking that rhythm and either pushing him harder or pushing him down or moving him to the side or throwing him like. Incredible, uh, incredible to watch. I totally recommend anyone to go see some of the uh, Takakesho matches. Anyone should go see this whole basho, but at least all the Takakesho matches, uh, should are must see. Those in the Mita, uh, the Mitake Takakesho match is super interesting because that's one of the ones he lost, and the Takayasu Takakesho is also interesting. Uh, but he still won everything else, so I totally recommend watching his matches. But the other one that got me, uh, do you know his name? It's the one I call the Bulgarian Brute. Yep, that is Aoyama. Aoyama. I need to remember Aoyama. Uh, you had mentioned, we, I remember Aoyama before, but he had never caught, caught my attention, uh, but this tournament, he did really good. And I started noticing that his style is a pusher-truster style, like Abby. Uh, but instead of focusing on body blows like most pusher-trusters, he goes straight to the face. Yes. Face and neck. All his hits are, and this is still sumo, so open punches. I mean, opens the hand like slaps. But to the face, to the eyes, to the neck, it's a very ruthless, very aggressive style of sumo that, I mean, he didn't win, but he did pretty good for himself. Yeah, he ended up at 11-4. and four. His yeah. match with Takakesho was very close. He could have easily yes. defeated him. Uh, he, he would have forced a playoff if that had happened. He, I would say Abi. His mm -hmm. pushing and thrusting technique is, it almost feels like it's more finesse and targeted. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I need to push exactly here in order to achieve the results that I want. Yeah, I want him to move right, so I need to push this way so that when he moves, I can trust or I can pull down. Whereas I choose to label Aoyama's technique as Rock'em Sock'em Sumo. Yeah. Where, I mean, you know, they can't yes. keep fighting if I knock their block off. Yeah, they they can't see points to head. They can't beat me at Sumo if they're knocked out. That's kind of what it feels like he's doing because he's going straight for the head and for the eyes. I see a lot of hits that go right in the eyes and you see the opponent like flinching or like not being able to see I don't know if this is fighting dirty I don't, and then a lot of ones to the neck that kind of feels like he's choking them but he's not squeezing he's just pushing yeah. and that that's why I end up calling him the Bulgarian Brewster because he's from Bulgaria but because I after all of his matches his opponents end up with, with Bruce faces Certainly very unique in in this uh, among the other Rikishi. Yeah, uh, Aoyama was down at Maegashira 12. Uh, 
and he started off the year down in Jurio. So he's been hovering around the bottom for most of the year. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he finally made like his big stand, ended up around third place, right? Um, I'm not sure offhand. Well, but it would have been close to the top. Yeah, it's a really. He was in in the chase for a little bit. So was Abby for like two days, and I was so happy. And then Abby lost. Yeah. But Aoyama did really, really well. Uh, I'm I'm a fan. I he won me over. Uh, I hope he doesn't really severely hurt someone. Uh, because then that I'm not gonna cheer for you if you're injuring someone real badly, but he's just so aggressive and like sometimes you hear me either in this podcast or in the chat if you if you watch these the sumo with us that I say oh he's lacking fire or he's lacking passion oh Yama brings the fire and the passion every single time. So it's it's easy for me to root for him. At least this tournament. I remember him not being special before. I don't even know if he was doing the same style of sumo. But maybe he finally found what clicks for him. Yeah, so his records this year where he was in the Makuchi division. Uh, March 8-7, and 7, May 8-7, and 7, July 8-7, and 7, September 7-8. So he's... Before mm-hmm. this, it was pretty much 50-50. I, I can't wait to see more of him. Because he's definitely getting a little bump after that performance. So we're going to see him for at least one more tournament. Maybe more. Yep. And it looks like his highest rank was back in 2015. He was mm. the East Sakewake for January. Okay. So he's That'd be been up there. To see. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we we finish this and say goodbye to everyone until January? Uh so I want to talk just a little bit more about Takakesho. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Takakesho. I believe he is tied for fourth when it comes to the fastest. Uh, Yusho in Makuchi division compared mm. to when he entered Sumo. So he debuted in September of 2014. Mm-hmm. By January of 2017, he made his Makuchi debut. And so he has participated, I want to say, in either 24 or 26 tournaments. And that's it. He's all young, levels. right? He's like 22. Yep, 22 years old. Young. And uh, let's see. One of his other notable performances was the Kyushu Basho in 2017. So mm-hmm. that would have been November of 2017. He had an 11 and 4 record. He earned himself the uh, Shukun Show which is the Outstanding Performance Award, and he also had two Kinboshi. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Uh, once he made his Makuchi Division debut, 
It only took him one year, so six tournaments, to get all the way up to East Komosubi. But after that, uh, at East Komosubi, he went 5-10. and ten, And then in mm. March, he was a 3-8-4. and four. So, obviously, fighting some injury there. Mm-hmm. But he's come back up, and he'll most likely be taking over as the East Sakiwake. East being the higher ranked of the two. Or... Mm-hmm higher ranked between east and west and i can't uh, wait to see him in the basho where we have more of the yokosunas active because that i i just want to see those matches right i want to see uh hakuho against Takakesha. you know that's kind of the weird thing i've noticed with this tournament was when mitake yumi won it was you know, everybody was quick to point out, like, oh, you know, most of the people above him withdrew mm-hmm. due to injury, you know, put an asterisk on this win. But with Wh- Takakesha. Which is bullshit, because, like, right. if they win, they win. But with Takakesha, I feel like you're not seeing the same thing. Maybe it's because he had to fight a Nozeki to win. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like. I don't know if he's just. Got that golden boy status right now. Maybe. But it feels like he's uh, being treated a little better. Yeah. The Metakeyumi is definitely not a fan favorite, at least based on reactions and like the judges and stuff. I like him a lot, but yeah. I, I mean, I like Takakesho as well, but it definitely seems like people are more welcoming to his win than they were to Metakeyumi's. Yeah, uh, along with the overall championship, uh, Takakesho earned two special prizes. He got the Shukun Show, which is the Outstanding mm-hmm. Performance Award, and the Kanto Show, which is the Fighting Spirit Prize. Mm-hmm. And uh, last tournament, it was notable that they did not hand out any special prizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this tournament... Th- this tournament, they handed out three to the Takakesho, and then Onosho, who went 11-4, and four, got the Kanto Show, which is the Fighting Spirit Prize. Okay. No, yeah, good. This, this time, we don't have to make up our own awards. Thank God I'm not that creative. I would just repeat the same ones, and I think... Well, what did I, even, I can't even remember. I think it did, like, Old Man, so... Joshi Kasa would have won again, even though he had a bad tournament. I'm pretty sure I gave somebody a cowboy hat. Yeah, so. Maybe next year. Because that's it. That's This is the last Basho of the year, and maybe the last Basho until of the year. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Well, no. Well, kind of. Depends on how busy you are around the holidays. The next tournament will start January 12th and end on Mm -hmm. the 26th, but the Banzuke will be posted on December 24th. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it depends on how quickly I edit, because there's more chance of you and I getting together to talk than me getting a chance to edit, but we'll see. Uh, I... Uh, listener, you're listening. We're recording this on the 29th. 
My hope is to have this out by the first week of December. And so as far as sumo news goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, did you want to talk about Enho at all? Uh, no, we can skip it. Yeah, he didn't win. He had an okay tournament. Uh, he, I, if he keeps going the way he's been going, I think he mm-hmm. will make his debut in the new year. Not January specifically, just the entirety yeah. of that new year. Yeah, he just needs a couple good good bashes there. I think with any luck, we will see him, I'm going to say July. Okay. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm getting to the point in my sumo fandom that now I can be like, yes, I want this dream match between someone in the lower ranks and someone in the higher ranks. Because, uh, yeah, give me give me Ichinoyo Enho. Give me Avi Enho. Give me... Give me Aoyama like, Enho. Yes! I want to see how Enho deals with punches. Uh... Give me, give me, Enho Hakuho. That well, you won't get that unless there is uh, yeah, a I know. Uh, playoff. Which I mean, that but would make be it awesome. Happen, though that would be amazing, just to see, you know. Yeah, just before Hakuho retires, mm-hmm. I just want to see it get to a position where it's going to be. A playoff between Enho and Hakuho. Are there any rumors of his retirement happening soon? There has been for the past year or so, just because his injuries have been more and more an issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he had to step out this whole tournament, so yeah, I totally see that. Right. Then again, he won undefeated last tournament, so... Right. I was going to say, a lot of people are dubbing this win by Takakesho as a sign of the new, you know, changing of the guard. Mm-hmm. But that's what people said in July after Mitake Yumi won. Mm-hmm. And then Hakuho came back and reasserted himself. So It's, it's the new generation. So, Mitake Yumi is Bret Hart. Hakuho is uh, the orange menace who will not be named. And uh, uh, rhymes with Terry Molea, and uh, and uh, uh, Takakesho is uh, is Yokosuna. Obviously, I mean, here's hoping. Hey, uh, anything else you any news you want to talk about before we call this one a wrap? Uh, so starting December second. They are going to go on another regional tour, which is called a Jungyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to see Sumo in a more relaxed setting, or the wrestlers more relaxed, uh, if you go to Tachiai.org, they have been doing really good Jungyo coverage. And as an added bonus, they usually end it with a picture of Enho. Oh, that's cute. Anything else? Nope, that will do it for this year. Well, 
in case you don't hear, they don't hear from us again, Eric, uh, where can people find you and anything you want to tell them in these, in this last month of the year? So you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com or well, I guess I don't have to do that. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at the moon rules, D A M O O N R U L Z. And as far as anything I have to say, if you are interested in watching an anime about sumo set in high school, we are still watching Hinamaru Sumo Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. It's at a rabbit room, which is rabb.it slash rules, like I just spelled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you take care of our good, good Basha and Tell account where people can find all the information about the show. Yep. At Basha and Tell. And is spelled mm-hmm. out. Send us questions, statements, anything. Yeah. If you have any questions, either about the Bashos or Sumo in general or whatever, we're here. We'll answer them. Uh, I want to give a special thanks because uh, I forgot last last episode and I always want to do it to Beldrin, who did our logo. Uh, and uh, you can find me at Frankie Extra on Twitter. Uh, you can find uh, me at uh, Let's Seal a Podcast uh, on the Audio Entropy Network. Uh, you can find uh, Eric editing Teenagers for Attitude. And uh, maybe I'll be in one of those episodes that we recorded already. We recorded a special episode. Not about Sumo, but about Lucha Libre. So keep your keep your eyes out. Um, and for this holiday season, this new year, treat, treat the people you run into in in outside in the streets while you're working while you're doing your commute or you just see them treat them how you wish you would be treated if they're assholes afterwards fuck them you don't need them but maybe they're just like you going through a shitty day and a shitty year and just trying to get through the other side And what do we tell them to do at the end of the day, Eric? Well, until we see you next time, keep your feet on the ground. Keep your feet on the ground, yeah. Okay, I'm stepping forward.